Today's episode is sponsored by Selena's Mexican Restaurant and Taqueria in Rochester, New York. Selena's is celebrating our 25th year in Rochester, and we are proud to continue offering fresh-made, Mexican-inspired recipes that are affordable and served by Rochester's best. Check out our event space for private occasions, as well as our catering menu for groups of 10 to 2,000. Looking for something different to do? Selena's hosts monthly tequila tasting classes, as well as corporate team-building seminars. Check out the website to learn more, selena's.com. S-A-L-E-N-A-S dot com. Jazzcast Pros. Like, this is what I was meant to do. Like, mm-hmm. I wasn't meant to work in a, in a hospital. I wasn't meant to work for anybody else, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I love... None of us were. Right? <laughs> like, I can't be filling out all of this paperwork and worried about my boss calling me every day. When are you coming back? What are you doing? You know, where are you? This is not important to me. I I didn't want to lose my job. But at that point, I was like, I don't care if I lose my job. Like, this is my family. And so that event shaped my transition. Like, that helped me to dig into personal development. While he was in the hospital, I was like, I need to get my shit together. It was just so overwhelming. And I'm like, if I don't, all of this is going to fall apart. Like, I have to be the person that holds this all together. And how do I do that? Hey ladies, do you own your own business or are you considering starting your own? Are you craving connection and are ready to feel seen? It's time to get real about what it takes to make it as a woman business owner. My name is Kelly Bush. And I'm Kelly Metris. And we're the hosts of Getting Real with Bossy, the podcast that unites and educates women business owners through real, raw, and honest conversations. Frustrated, very overwhelmed. People don't understand how hard this is to be your own boss. Yeah. And it's also super have a life. Easy when everything else is going really well. Yeah, but you know, I'm not made to work for somebody else. No. I think we talk <laughs> about that a lot today with <laughs> Jen. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Getting Real with Bossy. Kelly, how are you today? Well, I'm doing okay. We had a bossy hour last night, and I went into it being very, very sad and walked out being so happy, like we always are. They're just it's just so great to see see new people, see new faces, be around other women. It was it was pretty incredible. It was and you good. put yourself out there last night. Oh, okay, I did <laughs> all the crying. I was good after that. I had a good cry. I could sleep well. It was wonderful. So today we are going to talk to Jen Schweitzer. Uh, She owns Kindfulness Coaching as well as a therapy business. And Jen started her business during the Great Resignation, but only in timing. Mm -hmm. So she is going to tell us how a horrific life event timed during a horrific pandemic brought her to where she's meant to be. I love that. We are here today with Jen Schweitzer. Hi, Jen. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. So glad to have you here I'm today. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being the first guest in our official studio. We're I really excited. So. <laughs> um, so yeah, tell us a little about yourself. Where are you from? I am originally from New York here uh, in Livingston County, where I still live with my husband. Um, I was born in a little town called Caledonia. I don't oh, know if anybody's Caledonia. familiar with it. I do. Yeah. So I moved there... Uh, in kindergarten and I finished school there and stayed here for college as well. Went to Brockport in Nazareth and continued to reside. Well, actually I moved to Rochester 
for 10 years after college, um, lived in the city with roommates and all that good stuff. And back in Livingston County near Geneseo now. Awesome. Yeah. And it's you, your husband, and how many dogs? Two dogs, two one dogs. new puppy, Ooh. and one who is just turning two next month. Oh so, yeah, lots of lots of work there. Yeah, <laughs> very active. Yes, yes. <laughs> they do take. I don't for anyone that doesn't have dogs, especially puppies. Like they take as much planning. I feel like as as kids in the beginning. Oh, yeah. So like you I gotta sleep, be they yeah. pee everywhere. Mm-hmm. Exactly. When yeah. we got the new puppy, we were setting our alarms for every hour in the middle of the night Ugh. to wake up and go outside. Just like a newborn. Just mm-hmm. like a newborn. Right. Yeah. So people say that you should set your alarm for every hour to get ready for a newborn when in actuality you just need to get a puppy. Yeah. Just get a puppy. There you go. It'll have you ready in no time. <laughs> Life advice here at uh, Getting Real with Bossy. Uh, There are so many people rolling their eyes right now. Uh I know. I'm aware. Because I'm saying it's just as easy as having, or the same as having a kid, having no kids. So we'll see. It's after puppy that it (laughs) drastically changes because you could just leave them. Yes. Yeah. You can put them in a crate and leave and you cannot do that with kids. It's totally illegal. Don't do that. definitely frowned upon. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So Jen, tell us about your business. You own Kindfulness Coaching. Yes. So I am a certified health and life coach and I am working with women one-on-one and I work specifically with professional women looking to make themselves a priority, really putting themselves first, coming out of that burnout phase and just being true to who they are and showing up for themselves. And that's really what my business is about. Have you found an increased boom in business with uh, <laughs> the burnout phase that we all live in right yes, now? Yes, yes. And so I was part of that. The, what do they call it? The uh, great resignation. Mm-hmm. Um, Kindfulness Coaching it was launched in 2022. So just at the beginning of this year, I received certification in health and life coaching. And I am working with women primarily around burnout, stress, and anxiety. Um, just helping them to really prioritize themselves and what's important in their life. And so that's um, something that I learned on my end and now using that to support and teach women as well. I love that. That's very cool. So why women only? Women are so much easier to teach than men. Um <laughs> I, I totally Sorry agree. for any men listening. <laughs> we, list, we laugh because we're like secretly uncomfortable with the truth. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So I am a professional in social work and mental health as well. And I do therapy with men and men want a quick fix all the time. And they come into therapy and they think one session and everything's going to be perfect. And they're not always willing to do the work to get there. And so my forte is not going to be a quick fix. It is a lifelong learning and lifelong lessons and changes and habits. And in my experience, it doesn't always work for men. And mm-hmm. so I'd prefer to work with women. <laughs> I'm going to say right now, in case my husband is listening, he is not one of them. I don't think he'll ever stop going to therapy. He's every three weeks and will mm-hmm. go. That is his time. And he will likely go. Yeah. forever because he yeah. just it's yeah so yeah. just want to throw that out there so <laughs> I don't get in trouble <laughs> so your background is in mental health so when yes. did that all get started and is that what you set out to do or was this a yeah so I have had 
over 15 years, 16 years, wow. something like that in the mental health and social work field. So I have, I'm a licensed social worker in the state of New York, and I am continuing to work as a therapist to just hone in on continued skills and learning. I love learning and I love new strategies and techniques. And so having my certification and my licensure is really important for me to keep even as a coach. So I'm continuing to do therapy as well. That's great. Talk about burnout. So mm-hmm. you come from social work? Yes. <laughs> Kelly yes. and I have a background yes. in parallel fields with social work. And yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot. And I experienced burnout in in the hospital setting. And it's just so difficult. You don't even know you're falling into it. You are just helping and helping and helping. And you're always putting yourself last. And I was experiencing that without even realizing it. And it took something like huge happening for me to take that step back and be like, okay, wow, this isn't right for me anymore. This isn't in alignment with where I want to be, what I want to do. I got to get out of here before like I just fall over and collapse because it's just so, so hard. And how, how long were you doing this before that moment happened? I was in my last role before leaving the hospital setting for two years. So just continuing to be in that, it's just like a cycle. You wake up, you go to work, you do what you're supposed to, you come home and it just starts all over again. And I didn't realize how much of an effect that was having on my life until you take that step back and you're like, oh, wow, Mm -hmm. like I need to do something about this. So during the pandemic, it was March, 2020, Exactly. reaction. We're about to say that date. <laughs> so my husband and I, you know, we're both, we're, we're not out of work, but we're out of the physical offices. We're home and things just got very different for us. I think a lot of people fell into these strange routines of like how the new normal was. Um, My husband and I were also going through in vitro fertilization at the time that got shut down because of the pandemic. Like all of these things. Yeah. Yeah. All of these things just started like, you know, coming out, coming together. And we were, we were just kind of struggling. And then it was either May or June. I try and black out even like the whole year, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, So my husband's in his early forties and he had some side pain one day and he's like, I think I got to go to the hospital. So I'm like, sure, whatever. You know, I drop him off at the front door at at the hospital thinking that, okay, you know, I'll see you later. I'll come pick you up at the end of the day. Right. And he was taken to Strong where he suffered a um, cardiac arrest. Oh my gosh. So he's in his early forties and had a cardiac arrest. So he was on life support for 21 days. And he went into heart failure. And so we were having these discussions, you know, at the hospital during COVID. Um, I'm only allowed to be there four hours a week. I played or uh, four hours a day. I'm sorry. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. So I played my cards because I worked at the hospital. I'm like wearing my badge in there. I'm like doing everything I can to, you know, be there to advocate for him because he wasn't very lucid. Um, During this time, I'm obviously still trying to work half from home, half from the hospital, you know. And I realized, like, I can't do this. Like, I can't 
I'd be filling out all of this paperwork and worried about my boss calling me every day. When are you coming back? What are you doing? You know, where are you? This is not important to me. I I didn't want to lose my job. But at that point, I was like, I don't care if I lose my job. Like, this is my family. And so it made me just take a step back and think about what's important to me and why is this important to me? And that event, like, shaped my transition. Like, that helped me to dig into personal development. While he was in the hospital, I was like, I need to get my shit together so that I can help him. And so I, you know, leaned into some really amazing supportive people and who introduced me to personal development. And I started like looking like, okay, like I need to, I need to get my life together. Like not that things were falling apart, but I was losing part of who I am because of all this burnout and because of, you know, the stress and anxiety of just the work that I do, I was losing myself and, and to get myself back it helped me to show up for my husband in ways like I never could imagine. And so that personal development started my journey to coaching. My whole body is tingling. And I am like, fighting, not crying. I was going to say, I can't believe you're not crying. I am I'm working on it. Cry, like, <laughs> and if I'm about to cry, yeah, Kelly's normally already a sobbing mouth. <laughs> I yeah. can't even imagine. Like, I'm trying to wrap my head around so yeah. many different parts of that story that was like two minutes long. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so February 2020, you're, you're living your best life, trying yeah. to have a baby. Yeah. And months later, your husband is on life support. Yeah. We had actually found out on that Wednesday before he went into the hospital that our, our IVF cycle did not take. He went into the hospital on a Friday, had the cardiac arrest on a Sunday, all within the same oh week. Oh, my God. And it was like, okay. Well, this is a lot to deal with. And how am I going to deal with all of this? Plus, like during a pandemic, during a pandemic, and I'm somebody I don't know about other women, but I'm like, my husband takes care of all the bills, all of the household (laughs) stuff, like everything. I got a shut off notice for my like electric because I was like, I don't know what I'm paying. Like, but I had to figure out a lot, like really quick. And it was just so overwhelming. And I'm like, if I don't like, like I said, like get my shit together, like all of this is going to fall apart. Like I have to be the person that holds this all together. And how do I do that? Before we answer all those questions, <laughs> how was your husband today? He is good. He okay. is good today. Um, I mean, when we were in the hospital, they were talking about heart transplant, like artificial heart. They were talking about all of these like wild and crazy things that I couldn't even wrap my head around. Yeah. Doesn't that just happen on TV? Exactly. Exactly. And thankfully, um, a new doctor came on to service and he was like, this is not happening. He changed around his meds and my husband's heart failure is right now controlled only on medications with no like crazy intervention. So that's good. He does still have some like lingering physical effects. He had a lot of mental health effects afterwards. So yeah. that was mm-hmm. definitely. 21 days on life support. Yeah. So that was definitely a lot to In a manage. pandemic mm-hmm. with people like dying of COVID in right. the hospital and you can't come see him. Yeah. Yeah. And you guys are still married. We are. We are so much stronger because of it <laughs> sure. Like, yeah. Well, that could have broken a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the amount. And like you said, like there was stuff before that. So it's yeah. like. The, the buildup and none of those things are little. Yeah. So 
IVF not taking is huge, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm sure you don't have to go into it, but there's always those conversations afterwards mm-hmm. of whether or not you're going to keep trying. And yeah. then within that time, I assume those conversations are still happening and your husband, you think yeah. he's fine and just got like a man cold and drop him off at the hospital right. and he's on life support. See you later. Right. Exactly. And there's a freaking pandemic mm-hmm. going on and you can't even go to the hospital yeah. and you're trying to figure your shit out as it is. And like mm-hmm. the stress of like work, cause everything was so up in the air. We're going to come back in two weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, that was like the most stressful time. Right. Nobody would just lean in and shut down. Right. And the hospitals don't shut down. Right. So I'm still supposed to be working the, the fear of losing my job because I'm taking care of my husband, like all of these things. I'm like, I should not be worried about this. I'm worried about like right. paying my electric bill, and like showing up at the hospital because my husband's confused and can't make decisions, but I need to be there. Like, I can't worry about all of these other things that aren't important to me. And that was like a huge life lesson for me. So you're like an expert, like an effing expert <laughs> at picking the things that are important. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really good that. at that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like my forte. Yeah. I love it. Right. So screw that you opened in 2022. Mm-hmm. It seems like, <laughs> yeah. oh my God. Yeah. Like that's like a PhD. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So nothing really makes us speechless. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, (laughs) I love when we get to interview people that we don't know that well. Yeah. Because moments like this get to happen. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah. This podcast has been brought to you by Gallery Salon, where beauty and art collide. You can find out more at galleryhair.com. Hey, y'all. I'm Erica Cervello, and I'm the owner as well as the stylist at Gallery Salon, located at 4 Elton Street in the neighborhood of the Arts in Rochester, New York. We specialize in everything from lived-in hair color to vivid creations, haircuts, wedding hair and makeup, structured manicures, gel extensions, and the best nail art in the city. We work closely with Rochester artists and makers to carry an array of handmade goodies for you to shop from. Gallery Salon is proud to offer gender-neutral pricing, and we are a certified LBGTQ plus safe zone. Our space and staff are welcoming and down to earth. We know you'll be comfortable to come as you are and celebrate your individuality at Gallery Salon. You can find us at gallerywear.com and Facebook or Instagram. Give us a call at 585-271-8340 or better yet, swing by and meet us and see what we're about. Gallery Salon, located at 4 Elton Street in the neighborhood of the Arts in Rochester, New York. So fast forward like a couple months from there, what's yeah. next? What happened then? Yeah, so I... My husband came home from the hospital and, you know, we're talking about, you know, future and life. And I was like, I think I want to be a life coach. He's like, cool. Like, I think you'd be great. And I was like, okay. Like, I want to go to this school. And he's like, sure. How much does it cost? I tell him. He's like, okay. And I was like, yeah, this is cool. Like, it was just this, like, casual. You're like, are you still medicated? Yeah. Right? <laughs> like, how much meds are you on right now? So I was like, great. Like, I'm going to do this. And then you know, I started this program. It's anywhere from like six months to like a year, I think was the most you could do. And I was like, Oh, I'll, you know, get going on this and get it done. And I procrastinated. I, you know, life gets in the way. Mm-hmm. And we went through another round of IVF and it failed again. And it was like, why am I doing this? I hate life. I hate, you know, I, I don't want to do this anymore. Why am I trying to better myself? You know, pity party me. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of stopped doing my coaching stuff. And I went to a conference in Dallas and it was with my coaching program. And I was like, okay, well maybe this will give me like a kick in the butt to like keep going. 
well, it was the kick in the butt I needed. Like I met some amazing coaches who were just like, I was like, I'm afraid. Like, I don't want to, you know, I, I don't think I'm going to be able to do this. I'm not good. I'm not good enough. And they're like, Jen, you meet with people every day. You're a therapist. Like you do this all the time. And I was like, oh yeah, good point. Like, right. I guess I do. And so it was just that little bit of a push I needed. So um, took a year to finish the program, but I did. And I'm so happy I did. I met some amazing people along the way. And I really, like, this is what I was meant to do. Like mm. I wasn't meant to work in a, in a hospital. I wasn't, I wasn't meant to work for anybody else. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I love, none of us were, right. <laughs> I, I'm right where I'm supposed to be. Like this all, like, I'm a firm believer that this happened for a reason. Like, I think our IVF failed because we weren't in a place to be able to be healthy. Right. Like I would have never had a healthy pregnancy if mm-hmm. I would have, if it would have been successful. So I try and like see the positive of that. And I try to see like this happen because of something else and I'm going to embrace it and I'm going to just keep moving forward. It's incredible. So I have a question. Yeah. You just brought up a really good point. So therapy, like I actually had this conversation with my husband last night where um, we're having a hard time that waiting, that getting mm-hmm. stuff done, that direction in that organization. Right. And I recently found myself an amazing therapist, right? And so I'm on the therapy bandwagon. I'm like, high five therapy. Love therapy. Um, (laughs) But we were talking about therapists and coaches. And he's like, I don't know what a coach does. I mean, we didn't even talk about you. We were talking about somebody else. And I was like, well, it's like, like, what does a business coach do? I'm like, well, it's like therapy for people in business. Mm -hmm. It's like kind of how I described it. And I didn't even like, because it was like 11 o'clock last night. So I didn't like process that until you were just talking about. Yeah you are already a therapist. So what would you say is like the main difference between yeah. your coaching business and mm-hmm. your therapy business? So the therapy, I'm, I'm really digging deep into traumas and what's blocking you and what's getting in the way. I'm really, really diving into that. Like, okay, you had this trauma, like, let's talk about it. Let's process it. Let's work through this. Whereas coaching, you have to have had worked through that already. Right. You need to be at a place where you're not going to let that stop you from moving forward. Yeah. So I think that they sometimes like coaching and therapy go hand in hand because it can really be like a full circle moment. Like you're working on this with your therapist and then with your coach, you're like, oh, wow, this is all starting to make sense. Like this is how I move forward. And so I think that, that it's a good you know, trajectory to be on starting for some people that are that experience a lot of trauma or anxiety or depression therapy is a great place to start to work through some of those emotions to get to where you're ready to move forward. And that is what keeps so many of us stagnant. Mm-hmm. You know, even you, you know, you're talking yeah. about not moving forward and procrastinating, yep. like it's all that stuff that we carry around. Mm-hmm. Right. And I would think having a background in mental health is only going to be helpful if you're working with small business owners, because it is so different than working yeah. for some. It is every minute, every day. Is trauma. It is. It is some <laughs> level of trauma. Yeah. Uh, it's reoccurring. No. Trauma. It's a different trauma, but mm-hmm. it is traumatic. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's a, such a part of everything you do. It's a part of every day, a part of every vacation, mm-hmm. most conversations. So I think having that mm-hmm. background has to be yeah. such an advantage, which it's, is. Yeah. yeah. And I think so too. You know, I try and keep it separate because, you know, I'm not, you know, insured through the coaching side to diagnose and treat, but I can identify that anxiety and be like, okay, like 
call you out there and say, okay, this is your anxiety getting in the way. So what do we do now? Like, how do we prevent this from happening? Um, if somebody comes to me with significant anxiety or depression, I'm going to send them out. Like we're not ready to work together in a coaching setting. But if you have worked through that and it's just something that pops up for you, I can work with that. That's fantastic. And I love that explanation. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I'm thinking too, with Bossy, we have all different careers come through, but coaching has been in the last probably two years more and more prevalent. And I'm wondering, it's, yes. is it difficult? What is it even that much harder to kind of find clients because they're... Marketing is so hard. Oh, and ge- yeah. In general, yeah. Like, you know, I'm a therapist and a coach. I have zero experience in business and marketing. And I was like, you know, I started and I was like, oh, all these people are just going to come to me and it's going to be great. And yeah, that doesn't happen. Um, But I think that I am able to offer a certain skill set that people are looking for. And so I'm attracting the people that are right for me. And I have to remember that because there are so many coaches that are coming out and there's different you know, backgrounds and there's different levels of expertise. And for me, you know, just finding who it is that my people are, I know that, that we're going to connect on a level that's a little bit different than others. Right. Cause I, I think that's perfect. Just what you said, people aren't always looking for the same type of coach. I might, I'm going to look for somebody who has a background in mental health, but there are people that are going to look for somebody who's had success as a CEO of a company. Right. So I think that's that's fantastic. Yeah. That's a good thing to remember. So what is your ideal client? You know, people ask me that and I get so nervous when people ask me that. So I originally thought my ideal client was going to be somebody in their 30s, 40s, 50s who were really struggling in their career to put themselves and their families at the forefront. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of like, okay, this is my, this is my niche. This is where, you know, my clients are going to be. The clients that are, are coming, that are attracted to me are those who are in life transitions. Hmm. So I have had a lot of people who have had new jobs, who have retired, who want a new job. And I thought that was so interesting. So my people that are finding me are like in their 60s. Wow. And I am loving working with this population, like moving towards retirement or a late in their career um, job change. And it's just around, they're doing a lot of work around confidence and self-esteem. It's something that they've been suppressing for so long and that they've just been struggling with. And so these women are working on changing their mindset and working on increasing their confidence so that they can go into their new roles different than where they're leaving. And it makes so much sense though, because you just came out of such an incredible life change mm-hmm. that yeah. you're like set up perfect for it. Yeah. And that generation, and I'm not that far off from it, but that generation is way more likely to have just suppressed everything, especially yeah. as women and not gotten help. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're like the therapy generation. Right. Yeah. Um, but like, even like my mom's 70, but like we talk, I'm like, no mom, would you like to talk to my therapist? Because yeah. you don't have to feel this way. Like, mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> like, exactly. They don't understand it. Like, this is just the way it is. And you just, I've done it my whole life. Exactly. And it's mm-hmm. Exactly. And it, and it's just like, well, this is how I was raised. This is how I was taught. We don't talk about feelings. You know, I've never felt good enough. And it's like, 
they get to when they're ready to make this big transition in life. And they're like, what do I do now? Right. Where do I go from here? Where do most of them find you? Like, where, where are you finding that they're coming to you from? A lot of them have come from the hospital. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Interesting. Yeah. So a lot of them have come from, I've created a couple of referral partners with agencies. I wouldn't really call them agencies. They're entrepreneurs who have started their own business and just like bossy, like they have members and I have done just speaking engagements and I've reached out to old colleagues and coworkers and that and word of mouth is where they're coming from. I've tried all these like fancy, like, you know, pay a lot of money to do Mm. these networking groups and that wasn't working. And I'm like, I know so many people just locally that could really use my services. And so I, I promote locally a lot. That's awesome. Yeah. I know your Instagram page is super fun. Oh, thanks. <laughs> you, I am like literally like half the time I see your post and I'm like, oh my God, I'm so tired. She's so energetic. <laughs> <laughs> you know what my secret is? Coffee. Energize. Beach body energize. Okay. Oh yeah. I sipped some before I came here. <laughs> That's the secret. We'll make a t-shirt. Add it to the t-shirt collection. Mm-hmm. And beach body can pay you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. <laughs> Energize. I don't do their workouts, but I drink their energy drinks. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, your posts are so much fun. So if Thank you, you don't follow Kindfulness Coaching, you can find them on Instagram. Kindfulness Coaching is at kindfulness underscore coaching. Correct. Yes. On Instagram. So much fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have a lot of fun on social media. And that's, you know, I have a huge network of people that follow and hopefully they just follow along and love the stuff so much. They're like, hey, I want to work with you. And it so, makes such a big difference. It really does. It really does. And I think that, you know, so many people put themselves out there in a, in a fake way. And you I see, know yours are fun. You see me yeah. and my energy is like <laughs> real. And so I, I try and portray like who I am and who you're going to get when you work with me. Like you're not going to get somebody that just reads off of a screen or, mm-hmm. you know, has these scripts. Like, you know, we change things up all the time based on what's going on for somebody. And that's who you're going to get. You're going to get me. Do you meet mostly in person or virtually? Virtually. Yes. It's almost all virtually. Um, I did do someone local and we met a Mexican restaurant for a session. It's just not very private though. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Tell me about all of your, (laughs) like, where are you stuck? I'm stuck drinking this margarita right yeah. now, you know? <laughs> I'm not stuck anymore. No, I'm pretty good. I don't know what, yeah. This case is really good. <laughs> Hi, I'm Kelly Bush, and I own Marshall Street Bar & Grill. Whether you're out celebrating with friends or looking for a catered event, Marshall Street is your number one choice. With board games, pool, darts, pinball, and three large screen projectors, you'll never run out of things to do. Check out our huge menu with over 60 items, including vegan and vegetarian food, 18 taps, unique spirits, and great daily specials. We've got something for everyone. Come see old friends or make new ones at Marshall Street Bar and Grill. You always have a home at Marshall Street. What would you say is the hardest part about being a life coach? That is a good question. I just think showing up consistently. I, you know, my husband and I just took a vacation. We just, a long weekend in Toronto. And I think we touched on this earlier as business owners, we're like, you know, our computers are with us, our planners are with us. And so just trying to continue to show up authentically without getting burned out, without being resentful that, hey, I have to get on my computer to do this. 
Um, so it's just that being consistent while keeping my own boundaries, like that work-life balance is non-negotiable for me. And so it's really important. And so to be consistent without compromising my boundaries and who I am. Did your experience in social work kind of help you set that up? Yes. Absolutely. Yes. 100%. I have boundaries. I actually, when I left my hospital job, I interviewed for another job and they they actually said, you know, there might be nights and weekends that you work. And I said, oh, well, I'm not okay with that. I, you know, I work these hours and my family comes first. Mm -hmm. And I think I probably didn't get the job because I was very clear in saying I will not work outside of the scope of what I'm set up to work. So (laughs) sorry. (laughs) So I'm pretty sure I can never work for anybody again. (laughs) But I'm like, I can't work before 10 a.m. Yeah. I can do nights and weekends, but I really would like Sunday, Monday off. Yeah. Mm Because I love my Mondays off. (laughs) <laughs> that's what I have right now too. My Sundays, Mondays and Tuesdays. Yeah. I'm like, Perfect. Do do? <laughs> yeah. I'll work four 10 hour days, but from 10 to eight, and mm-hmm. then I want three days off. Yeah. <laughs> Here are my demands. If yes. I'm hired, <laughs> if I'm going to give you my time and energy. Yeah. yeah we're like the, we're the employees. Of the exactly. And we're always right. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you could be doing this better. Yeah. You're doing this all wrong. <laughs> So what is the best part about being a life coach that you've found so far? Creating my own schedule. I think that goes, you know, along with the conversation we're just having, you know, having the ability to be flexible. My husband and I were just able to pick up and go to Toronto for a long weekend. And I don't have to worry about, oh, I don't have time off or I need somebody to cover. I have the flexibility to do that with both my therapy and my coaching job. And that's you know, that works for me right now. And that's what's really important. I don't want to be constrained to, you know, you have to be here these hours and you have to do this. It's just not, it's just not me. Right. Is social work something you always wanted to do? I don't really know. You see, I went to college and I was like, I have no idea what I want to do. (laughs) And I think I just (laughs) fell into social work. I was like, yeah, helping people sounds cool. I didn't really know a lot about it. Um, but yeah, that's just how it happened. And I'm glad I did it. I mean, I learned so much about humans in general. Mm-hmm. So it's, I, I have done a lot in my career that has been really rewarding. And I'm sure a lot of it leads up. Like I have a, a master's in special ed and everyone's like, you own a restaurant and you have a master's in special ed. Ha ha. And I'm like, you have, you have no idea, idea right? how helpful that mm-hmm. degree is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But it's like all that stuff that you learn about mm-hmm. people and what they need and yeah how to address their feeling, you know, like that is so much of what we do when we work with the public in yeah. any way, whether it's absolutely or just and having employees. Oh yeah. yeah. I was a behavioral specialist. So yeah. if there's, a, if, if there's trouble, we do a circle about it, right? you know, like we're go make it right. Yeah. It's going to be side note. Yeah. Ellie is so good at restorative justice that I'm trying to get Ooh. her to put a package together that I can hire her to do. No, I'm going to work on that. I'm writing that, <laughs> writing that in my notes. <laughs> I do love it. I think it's amazing. And yeah, it's, it's, it's interpersonal so helpful. Stuff. Mm-hmm. It's so, it's so important to have, but again, you have coaches that, you know, I actually just did a, another podcast with a therapist coach and we were talking a lot about that. You know, your background is so important. Like if you're just coming out of nowhere and you're a coach, like you don't have that background of knowing relationships mm-hmm. and human behavior and 
like having that is just an extra bonus. And the hierarchy of needs. Mm-hmm. So you yeah. Have that stuff when you're in school, you're like, yeah. duh. But right? if you don't talk about it and don't learn more yeah. about it, yeah, it makes understanding people and where they're coming from, whether yeah. they're ordering a taco or they're my employee or they're my child yeah. or a person on the street. You Absolutely. Know, like all that yeah. knowledge base is so helpful. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Agreed. You have such an amazing story. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. I know we just talked about this when you took over our Instagram, but what are your three favorite women-owned businesses? So I have to go to my Livingston County roots and (laughs) Fire Within uh, Fitness Studio. I was just there this morning, did an amazing spin class. Uh, Sweet Home Photography. Uh, Meg is another bossy uh, member. She does amazing photography. And my third one, Black Label Events. Um, She, Brittany, is the owner and she just makes every event magical. Oh, that's nice. I love it. And I love that you were able to stay super local with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I tried. Yeah. <laughs> I did I did venture to Livingston County though. That's <laughs> all right. Bossy is the general Rochester area, yes. but we have members. Actually now we have members just because they've moved from Rochester mm-hmm. that a lot of our out of the area members, like significantly out of the area, yeah. are just people like I'm moving, but I really want to stay a part of Boston. Yeah. And we're like, sure, we'll just set up chapter mm-hmm. in other places. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> so we're just going to follow people. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> just follow you wherever you go. Yeah. They're like, how do I get a Boston where I am now? And I'm like, well, <laughs> let's chat about that. working on that business plan right now. <laughs> Put that on your list. <laughs> oh, it's already, it's already on there. <laughs> so we had a happy hour last night mm-hmm. uh, at Kelly's place. And we, uh, if you need to edit this out, you can. But one of the things we did is we had everybody say what they're a fucking expert at. Mm-hmm. What are you a fucking expert at? I am a fucking expert at myself. Oh, God. That's another t-shirt. <laughs> Yes, Kelly's ready that <laughs> Maybe that, like, um, who's the guy inside the actor's studio where he has, like, the last, like, the last bit of it, and he has the same five questions every time. Maybe Ooh. we need to come up with that. Ooh, and that'll be, that'll be one, one. Of our, one of our questions. <laughs> I like it. Awesome. So is this the, the final career for you? What do you think? Is there it another is. pivot in your future? I don't think so. I think this is where I was meant to be. I'm going to continue to see a few therapy clients on the side and I want my coaching business to be my full-time gig. That's amazing. Yep. Anything coming up people should know about? So I am actually in the process of creating a, my first ever group event. Um, so you, if you follow me on Instagram, you will get more information about this, but it's going to be about time management, focus and productivity. And it's going to be, amazing. And it's going to be just this amazing group of women who come together that want to just move their goals forward. And so more to come on that, but my first group will be centered around productivity. I love it. That's fantastic. And in case you didn't catch it before, you can be found on Instagram at kindfulness underscore underscore coaching. Yes. Awesome. And your website? Kindfullesscoaching.net. Dot net. I love it. Mm -hmm. I hope everyone enjoyed your story. Thanks. And took, I don't know, that just took something though. Like it's so much bigger than that. I think, I think it's nice to hear your story. It's nice for people to understand who, what you do Mm -hmm. and how you can help. Because I don't think, 
everybody thinks that they need a coach, but I think that every business owner should definitely look into that because having that outside set of eyes is so important. Just another perspective. Mm -hmm. And I think us business owners, we just get stuck in our own heads sometimes mm-hmm. and just need that extra push to that keep going in it or on it. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't work on it when I'm yeah. in it. Yep. Yeah. Thank well, you. thank you so much for joining us thank today. Thank you. Thank you both. This has been so fun. <laughs> I'm like literally like talking shit about myself for being stressed out during COVID. Cause I'm like, fuck you, Kelly. Like what? Like seriously, you had nothing to work. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that, I mean, my, my, our first worries was like, where's our next drink coming from? Like, yeah. how do we get to the liquor store? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. It was overshadowed a little. <laughs> it makes me think a lot about when people are like, you don't know what people are going through. Just be mm-hmm. kind. Right. That's where, yes, that's where it comes yeah, from. Yeah. I was going to say, yep. yeah. Is that where it came from? Be kind to yourself. Right. Be kind to others. Kindfulness coaching. Kindfulness coaching. Join us October 16th through the 19th in Geneva for our Bossy Build and Balance Retreat. We are filling each day with seminars and activities to promote self and business health. Allowing time to rejuvenate and build your business. Go to bossyrock.com to sign up for our email list and stay up to date on offerings and opportunities. Follow us at Bossy Rock. Be bold, be bossy. See you in Geneva. Okay, well, I'm still speechless. That takes a lot for us to be speechless. I can't even imagine. I'm still decompressing. And to be like that moment of hope, things are going great. We're trying to make a baby and and then. And there's so many levels to uh, just that. that uh Uh-huh. Don't talk about. Right. Whether it's your first baby or your third baby. Or your fourth try or your first try. It's. It's a lot. Try, mm-hmm. you know, and once you get to that point where you're in IVF, mm-hmm. it's been such a long journey, anyways, and it's so exhausting, right? And then to have all that happen, I know. But like she said, it was that's how it was supposed to happen. Because and she's such an amazing person. I know. I would be such a bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, after everybody, mm-hmm. <laughs> just doing it all for myself now. But she just wants to continue to help people and be kind and teach people to be kind to themselves and to others, which is, it's just amazing. She's a great t-shirt. lady. I know. T-shirt. So many t-shirts. Uh, yes. And I have no joke. You sh- if you don't follow her, you should follow mm-hmm. Jen at kindfulness underscore coaching on Instagram. Her posts are really fun. So you can also follow us at bossy rock. Please do. B O S S Y R O C or join bossy rock at B-O-S-S-Y-R-O-C dot com backslash join. We have an action item for you today. Go to our social media and tell us what you're a fucking expert at. Yeah, we use a fucking expert at something. Mm -hmm. We use that as our intro line last night at our bossy, our bossy hour. And it was, it was fantastic and so empowering to see people just and own so that hard to do mm-hmm. so put it out there say it out loud yeah and not like i'm kind of good at this or i might be no i'm a fucking expert at some people be like i'm fucking awesome at no you're mm-hmm. a fucking expert yep. what are you a fucking expert at because when you own your own business you know a lot but there are some things you're a fucking expert at and i don't feel like we especially as women own that right we let ourselves be overshadowed by so much, but mm-hmm. we are so amazing. Mm-hmm. And also don't forget to check out our build and balance bossy inclusive coming up in October, October 16th through 19th in Geneva, New York. You can find out more information on our website. 
We are also looking for sponsors for our inclusive. We're looking for sponsors for our podcast as well. You can reach us, reach out to us at bossy rock at gmail.com. I'm still speechless, apparently. (laughs) So many awesome things happening. Mm -hmm. And what people are gonna be like, what's an inclusive? An inclusive is bossy's take on a retreat slash conference because as a women business owner, it is all the things all the time. And we talk about that with Mm -hmm. uh, Jen today that you take it on vacation, you take it to bed, you take it to dinner, you can't get 100% away no matter how hard we try. And so we're acknowledging that and we're leaning in. And so it's a weekend. Well, it's a weekend for us because yeah. <laughs> it's a Sunday through Wednesday. And we are experiencing times to build on ourselves as humans and times to build on ourselves as business owners. And it's a little bit of everything. Yeah. And you can do both, or you can just take that time to focus on your business or take that time to focus on yourself. Yeah. It's going to be amazing. And it's all locally run by local business owners, um, whether from the Rochester area, we have somebody from Geneva helping out. Um, So we're really excited Mm -hmm. and it's going to take place throughout the city. We're not having like a single convention center because we want to support and spread the word uh, to all the local businesses. And uh, we're also taking kid interviews. So if anybody wants to let us interview your kids. It's so much fun. I can't wait for you to listen to them. I just, I love Imani's, but Mm -hmm. I just heard hers when you were recording it and I almost died. Mm -hmm. But if you would let us interview your kids to find out what they think, not what you think, what they think it's like to be the child of a boss. Mm -hmm. It's fantastic. Their stories are amazing. I love, I love their perspective. So follow us, check us out. Tell us what you're a fucking expert at. Follow Jen at kindfulness underscore coaching or kindfulnesscoaching.net. And we will see you next time. Be bold. Be brave. Be the boss. Live it, love it, lime it with Selena's Mexican Restaurant at the Village Gate. Come for the food, stay for the fun. Become a part of Selena's family. Selena's offers daily specials, happy hour at the bar, and catering, plus dietary menus for celiac, vegan, and vegetarian guests. Find out more at selenas.com, S-A-L-E-N-A-S.com. Hi, I'm Kelly Bush, and I own Marshall Street Bar and Grill. Whether you're out celebrating with friends or looking for a catered event, Marshall Street is your number one choice. With board games, pool, darts, pinball, and three large screen projectors, you'll never run out of things to do. Check out our huge menu with over 60 items, including vegan and vegetarian food, 18 taps, unique spirits, and great daily specials. We've got something for everyone. Come see old friends or make new ones at Marshall Street Bar and Grill. You always have a home at Marshall Street.